A tragic end to a thankful weekend. How an Elgin family is dealing with the loss of their young son. And temperatures 12 degrees colder than normal today when the 70s return in first warning weather. And Hamas held hostages are coming home. The push to get even more of them back to their families and get more aid into Gaza. We are starting with some sad news this evening. We're learning the body of a missing Elgin boy has been found. Thanks for joining us. I'm Daniel Marin. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. The seven-year-old was found dead shortly after he went missing yesterday in a small pond on a ranch. And our Jayla Washington reports on the efforts that led to his discovery. In what looks like a developing neighborhood in a fairly rural area, shock and sadness. There's this white truck that came um, to our driveway over here. And then they were saying that if we seen a little kid with the dog. That was Jesus Castellanos family when they realized their autistic relative was missing. Since we have a cousin that he's also autistic and like we went to go search for him because we know how, how that feels. That search expanded beyond neighbors quickly. Yeah, they're like all the way over there. Police, DPS and countless others combed through the neighborhood for hours. There was like a lot of helicopters here. Looking for Jesus. He's an autistic child. Autistic children are quite commonly drawn to water. Bastrop County Sheriff's Maurice Cook says the family called the department around 2.45 Sunday afternoon asking for help. And the parents had located a pond where they thought the child had gone into. Uh, there was some evidence there with some clothing and so forth. Cook says Jesus was playing outside and may have wandered off after their family's dog through a wooded area less than a mile from the home off Highway 290 and FM 696 in Elgin. He tells me the family dog was standing by the pond where they'd later recover Jesus's body less than five hours after he got lost. It's probably an acre. It's about six feet and we found that the water was in a 50 degree range. That cold water likely played a role in Jesus's death according to Cook. The sorts of ponds throughout the county often used as drinking water for cattle. Ranchers and farmers have tanks all uh, all over the place. Jayla Washington, KXAN News. And Jesus was a student at Booker T Elementary School. They say they are deeply saddened and making sure the students know they have counselors who can help them process this loss. Uh, Jesus's family has also started to go fund me to raise money for his funeral. We have that information linked on KXAN.com. Well, happening at the Travis County Courthouse, a hearing to determine if a man convicted of murder may actually be innocent. A jury convicted Alan Causey in 1992 of killing Anita Byington. And last year, a judge found that the state's case against him was centered on his alleged confession, despite no eyewitnesses or forensics linking him to the crime. He was paroled and remains on parole. Christopher Ochoa, a man who is now exonerated after he was convicted of a murder following a written statement taken by the same homicide unit spoke this morning and Dr. Richard Leo, a false confessions expert, also is testifying. And that hearing will continue next month. Well, to Israel now, where 11 more hostages are now with IDF forces in Israeli territory and more are to come. The White House has confirmed today Israel and Hamas have agreed to extend the temporary truce in Gaza for an additional 48 hours. And here in the U.S., the FBI and ATF are continuing to investigate the shooting of three college students of Palestinian descent in Burlington, Vermont. Authorities think it may be a hate crime stemming from the war. Here's NBC's Alice Barr. 
Fresh hope today in the powerful mix of emotions as families are reunited with Hamas held hostages for a fourth day. The White House now confirming Israel and Hamas have agreed to a two-day extension of their temporary truce to exchange another 20 women and children Hamas kidnapped for 60 Israeli-held Palestinian prisoners. We would, of course, hope to see the pause extended further, and that will depend upon Hamas continuing to release hostages. Israeli-American Galia Mizrahi's cousins, aged 9, 11, and 17, and their mother, were among the hostages released this weekend. The family honored today at a prayer service in Los Angeles. But like so many, their relief is tinged with tragedy. The children's father and their older sister were killed in Hamas's October 7th massacre. There's going to be an avalanche and a domino effect of things they're going to have to go through, and we'll be there to support them. Four-year-old Abigail Idan lost both her parents in the terror attack. She's the first American hostage freed, now back with her extended family. President Biden promising to keep pressing for the estimated eight or nine remaining American hostages while pushing for still more humanitarian aid into Gaza. Here at home, the FBI and ATF are investigating the shooting of three college students of Palestinian descent in Burlington, Vermont, as a possible hate crime. They all survived, but this mother says her son may not walk again. It feels like there's nowhere safe to be Palestinian any longer. I'm in agony. The U.S. has seen incidents of both Islamophobia and anti-Semitism surge since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. And the suspect in the shooting of those three Palestinian students was arraigned today in a Vermont courtroom. 48-year-old Jason Eaton has been charged in the shootings of Hisham Arautani, Kinan Abdul Hamid, and Tassin Ahmed, all 20 years old. The suspect was detained yesterday afternoon, not far from the shooting scene. Investigators say a search of his apartment gave them probable cause. The victims were studying here in the U.S. They were speaking Arabic, and two of them were wearing a traditional Palestinian scarf like those. Police say the gunman confronted the men without saying a word and fired off four rounds. Well, back at home, we are feeling pretty chilly here in Austin, but others are feeling it even more. Some even getting snow. You can see there on your screen. So these are videos from Maine and New York showing just how much they're getting. The National Weather Service, David, says the Northeast is getting wet, heavy snow yeah. with the highest accumulations near the U.S.-Canada border. And I know a few people <laughs> up there, and they, uh, you know, they're used to it, but uh, yes. it doesn't make it any fun, though. It's pretty to look <laughs> it doesn't at, look though. fun. <laughs> Tis the season, I suppose. Yes. There are some areas near the Great Lakes getting two and a half feet of snow. So winter certainly has arrived to parts of the country at least. Let me take you over here to the radar where from east of Chicago all the way to Buffalo, New York and the Syracuse area, lake effect snow in full gear out there tonight. It's actually the same storm system and the same cold front that moved through here over the weekend, leading to chilly air outside of your home, 50 degrees out in the western hill country, 52 in Austin and Georgetown. Skies are gray, but we are expecting dry weather this evening. The 281 bridge on the River City Grill Highland Furniture Cam on Lake Marble Falls looking nice. Notice we're all socked in in the clouds, and we do have a couple little radar echoes in the hill country. While it is possible that you see one or two drops of rain on the backyard patio, there's very dry air air underneath the clouds evaporating most of that rain before it hits the ground. So coming up in your forecast, we're tracking the return of sunshine, also the next storm, which could lead to a low risk of severe weather here this week.
All right, David, thank you very much. Well, millions of people taking to the skies after the Thanksgiving holiday. We have a look ahead to popular Christmas destinations and what delayed some flyers at Austin's airport today. And there's only a few more hours left of Cyber Monday. Why retailers have to work extra hard this year to make the sale worth it. Well, now to the nation's airports with millions of travelers making their way home from the Thanksgiving holiday. The TSA confirms yesterday was the busiest day ever for air travel, screening nearly 3 million passengers. Among the busiest airports, no surprise here, LAX with an estimated 230,000 passengers on Sunday. Now in Atlanta, 30,000 passengers were screened just by 9 a.m. yesterday. And then here in Austin, the airport is expecting more than 29,000 passengers to move through the airport today. About 31,000 people flew Saturday and we are waiting on the total passengers from yesterday, but the airport expected about 35,000. If you're planning to fly over Christmas and New Year's, experts say there are still some deals out there for you with the most popular domestic destinations, including New York, Orlando, LA, Las Vegas, and Denver. And the most popular international destinations are Tokyo, London, Paris, Shanghai, and Mexico City. And all operations are back to normal at Austin's airport after police investigated a suspicious item today. APD says a bag that was left unattended prompted the call. The departures and upper level roadway at the airport closed for about an hour because of this, prompting some delays. The owner of the bag was found and normal airport operations resumed this afternoon. We warned you before and we'll warn you again. Your Austin energy bill is going up. The reason for the hike and how you can help your neighbors keep the lights on coming up next. Cloudy skies out there this evening, but no measurable rain so far today in Austin. That makes eight days since our last rain in the city. But I'll show you when thunderstorms return right after this. Starting in December, you may notice a slightly higher power bill from Austin Energy. We've told you the utility is increasing one of its rates. KXN's Will Dupree explains why it's doing that and what kind of help is available for those struggling to keep up with these climbing costs. The start of the season of giving may come with more seeking help. Austin Energy is raising what's known as the power supply adjustment rate by 5%. That'll make the average customer's bill go up each month about $2. Matt Mitchell with the utility explained why this is coming now. There are just market pressures right now that we're feeling as a utility that after an incredibly hot summer and those very high demand days uh, led to some really high prices for energy. And we're trying to recoup those costs so that we can continue to be uh, everything that our, our customers expect us to be. It's the third rate increase in the last three months. Austin Energy is reminding neighbors of ways they can help those who are struggling to pay their bills. The Gift of Comfort program lets people choose a specific customer they know and make a payment on that person's behalf. Meanwhile, donations can also go to the Customer Assistance Program, which those in need can potentially access during an emergency by calling 311 or Austin Energy itself. Mitchell says the number of people getting help from that program doubled in the last year. That's thousands and thousands of, of eligible people who may not have even known they were eligible. And now they're getting supplemental assistance with their energy bills. Will Dupree, KXAN News.
And if you would like to read more about how to donate to these different programs aimed at assisting people pay their bills, check out this story over at KXAN.com. And there are other ways to give for Giving Tuesday. If you don't know what that is, it's a day to give back to your community following Thanksgiving and all the shopping days. So Amplify Austin helps you find an organization to help in your own backyard. On its website, you can search for something to support that speaks to you or just donate to the Amplify Fund, which supports every organization on the Amplify Austin platform. All right, now that we're in the swing of the holidays, don't forget about the annual Rockefeller tree lighting this Wednesday. This year's tree comes from Vestal, New York, near the Pennsylvania border. It's 80 feet tall, weighs 12 tons, and will be covered in 50,000 lights in a Swarovski star topper. Now, it comes a long way from Rockefeller's first tree in 1931, which was a 20-foot tall balsam fir. Christmas in Rockefeller Center will be hosted by Kelly Clarkson and the Today Show team. You can watch it Wednesday night at 7 right here on KXA. <laughs> All right. Always an exciting program to watch. <laughs> and, you know, I'm kind of getting in the holiday spirit. It's hey. chilly outside. And Any it's... decorations yet? Ooh, no, I meant to do it yesterday, but then <laughs> when I, are you I, I did do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you got four more weeks okay. or something, right? I saw somebody driving with a Christmas tree on top of the car wow. yesterday, though. People are getting ready. And it feels like the holidays. Cloudy skies, chilly temperatures. It's jacket weather if you got to walk or or uh, go on a couple errands tonight. 52 right now with dry weather, but certainly gray skies on the Austonian weather cam. By the way, tonight, one of our earliest sunsets of the year, 530. That's where it'll be locked into for the next two weeks. You can read about these darkest evenings of the year on KXN.com, courtesy of meteorologist Nick Bannon. The gray skies and the light northeast wind still blowing at five to seven miles an hour in some areas, keeping us chilly, not only locally, but across the state. 50 up in Dallas, 57 down in Del Rio, chilly night up and down I-35, including 52 in Austin. The pollen count, I've been watching like a hawk the past few days to see if cedar is going to pop up. We've seen some very small trace amounts early this cedar season, but nothing big yet. Mold is actually the only thing identifiable on our AI allergy equipment up here on the roof of KXAN tonight. Clouds have increased today, along with a few light sprinkles down there in the Rio Grande Valley. Most of this rain not going to reach the ground in our area due to some very dry air underneath the cloud layer. But we are watching a rain producer coming our way this week. Here it is, a tightly spinning low-pressure system slowly making its way toward the west coast. This one could actually bring a low-severe weather threat here when it arrives. So let's go chronologically. First things first, it's a chilly evening out there. Temperatures as the sun goes down and skies remain mostly cloudy fall into the upper 30s to lower 40s. Assuming we can get some breaks in the clouds, which I think we will tonight, we're forecasting 38, 39 in Austin. It'll be as cold as it was this morning, so bundle up again tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, though, those light northerly winds spin around to the southeast. That, plus some breaks in the clouds, finally leads to warmer temperatures, lower 60s with mostly sunny skies, as you see here at 4 p.m. But late tomorrow night, we start to feel the impacts of that next storm that I showed you. Moisture begins to increase higher up in the atmosphere, leading to cloudy skies starting when you wake up Wednesday and a very gray midweek with a few light rain showers returning late Wednesday afternoon and evening. Thursday is going to be the rainiest day of the week. Not a total washout, but during the morning, we're seeing a pretty high 70-80% chance of not only some light rain showers, but maybe a couple embedded thunderstorms. 
Notice at 6.30, a couple little downpours could be moving through Austin and Bastrop. By 8.30, 9 a.m. on Thursday, some pretty robust downpours and some lightning strikes across the area. This will continue through midday, then slowly move east of our area late Thursday. This could provide a quarter to a half inch of rain, but also a slim severe weather threat. Now, this is just a first warning. Our friends at the Storm Prediction Center only have us so far early Thursday in the non-severe general thunderstorm outlook. We do think it's possible, though, that some of these storms may have a little bit of spin in the lower levels of the atmosphere, presenting a low tornado threat. Nothing to be alarmed about, but something to keep in the back of your mind early Thursday. Do stay with us for updates this week, and of course, download the First Warning Weather app. We'll keep you advised. All right, tonight, mostly clear and cold, 39 degrees by morning. Tomorrow, a little warmer with some more sunshine through much of the day, 62 as winds spin around to the southeast. Here come the clouds, though, and a slight chance of rain late Wednesday. 70% likelihood of rain and storms on Thursday. Behind highs in the 70s with that rain on Thursday. Cooler weather returns late this week into the weekend. This weekend's rain chance is a little uncertain. Don't cancel your plans as of yet. Mostly cloudy with a few isolated showers as it looks right now on Saturday and Sunday. All right, David, thank you. We are still taking those submissions for our Remarkable Woman contest. So you can go to KXAN.com and nominate an inspiring woman in your life who lives here in Austin, the Austin community. So just look for a remarkable woman under the news tab or point your phone's camera at the code on your screen and we'll feature four finalists here on KXAN and then our local winner will travel to LA where the national winner will be chosen. Well, some people are in need of a really special holiday season, especially those who lost everything in the Maui wildfires. How you can help kids in Hawaii have a very Merry Christmas. Tonight on News Nation, a potential break in the case of Stephen Smith, the murdered teen linked to the Murdoch family. Smith's mother joins Chris alive. The fresh evidence she says could be the key to finding her son's killer. Tonight on Cuomo. December 6th, the News Nation Republican primary debate. Sirius XM's Megyn Kelly, News Nation's Elizabeth Vargas, and the Washington Free Beacon's Eliana Johnson moderate a live primetime event. To find News Nation, go to joinnn.com. Right now from her home in the West Bank, the mother of one of the students of Palestinian descent shot while walking in Vermont shares her shock with us. And we're tracking a rise in respiratory illnesses. What you should know when we see you back here tonight. Right now, many of you are likely searching the internet for online deals, capping off the five-day post-Thanksgiving shopping bonanza, Cyber Monday. So it continues to be the biggest online shopping day of the year. For several major retailers, though, the sale is days long and started this weekend. It's also a preview of how much people are willing to spend during the holidays. Coming out of COVID, shoppers were ready to spend, and this year, they are ready to save, looking for even bigger deals. So that means stores will have to do a lot more to woo customers. Target is slashing prices up to 60% off, Walmart doing even more with up to 80% off, and Amazon is rolling out deals every five minutes. Well, Christmas is a day of joy for millions of children worldwide, but this year will be especially hard for the families who lost everything in the Maui wildfires. And this holiday season, more Maui businesses and organizations are joining forces for a toy drive so the island's children can try and have a magical Christmas. Now through December 10th, local businesses are accepting new unused toys for infants up to 17 years old. Gift cards are accepted as well. All the presents will be wrapped and then dropped off on December 17th. Excuse me, and you may be wondering, well, how can I help from here? 
Well, on KXAN.com, we have a link to our sister station in Hawaii's website. It's going to take you to a GoFundMe, and you can donate there, and the money will go toward purchasing gifts for those young fire victims. Tonight on KXAN, it's The Voice at 7, followed by Weakest Link's holiday special. That'll be at 9 o'clock. And then, of course, we're back here with KXAN News at 10 o'clock. Or as always, you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 over on CW Austin. Here's where to find us. KXAN now has daily podcasts you can listen to in your car. All you have to do is search KXAN wherever you get your podcasts from, or you can find them on demand at kxam.com slash podcasts. Well, the halls of the White House are all decked out for the holidays. First Lady Jill Biden unveiled this season's decorations Monday morning with the theme Magic, Wonder, and Joy. Included in the decorations are 98 Christmas trees, more than 142,000 lights, and nearly 34,000 ornaments, David. Looks beautiful. Well, Virga is the name for rain that's falling from the clouds but evaporating before it hits the ground. You can see some of those little streaks coming from the dark clouds here in Fredericksburg on our Barrens Creek Vineyards Cam. Aside from that, Virga, it's going to be a dry and chilly evening. Mostly cloudy skies, temperatures down in the 40s. All right.